Teenage Wasteland, the Degrassi podcast. I'm Emma. I'm Zev. And I'm Osphia. Today we watched Degrassi Junior High, Season 1, Episode 7, The Best Laid Plans. When Stephanie and Wheels decide to date, they feel pressure from friends to become sexually involved. Meanwhile, Stephanie's brother Arthur has arranged to show an X-rated video to a group of his grade 7 friends. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't like many things about this episode. Welcome to it, the sex episode, kids. Well, like, how many times? They said it like ten times in the episode, which means it's about one every two minutes. Uh-huh. Granted, this group's a lot more than that, mm-hmm. but uh, it, was it too much? It was, but I think the pro of this is that they're showing it as actual kids, because sometimes when you watch shows, they do talk about it, and it's less uncomfortable because they look old, and this one just shows you that it's actually really uncomfortable and inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not wrong. Because they're not 24-year-olds pretending to be 14? Yes. Yeah. So if you're uncomfortable with this, you should be uncomfortable with it in real life. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, you have a point. (laughs) Damn. So we open on Radich's classroom, and also I just want to point this out. He, like, immediately insults Joey for no reason. Correct. Uh, is there even a in-universe reason for that? No, just... I think Radish just doesn't like Joey. Oh. Which is fine. Like, you just have kids that you don't get along with, but you don't actively insult them. That is subjectively a big problem with a lot of this so far. Yeah. I don't know if rules were different in the 80s, but also, who cares if rules were different in the 80s? You're an adult. You should know better than to be mean to a kid for no reason. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. Away from my Reg is the worst rant. Joey also immediately hits on Steph creepily. He feels more sexual than this episode specifically. Is that yeah. intentional? Yeah. I didn't understand his jokes. He was like, I'm going to do an operation. Honestly, it just sounded creepy. It was like, a, you know, in the horror movie when the bad guy's like, I'm going to do an operation on you and take out your kidneys. Like, I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Joey D. Jeremiah. <laughs> the D stands for doctor. That's kind of a running joke. At, I think in the first season of Degrassi. It might go into the second season of Junior High, but... Did an adult write that? Well, I don't know. I know sometimes the kids had input for, like, minor dialogue tweaks and minor, like, plot points. Like, I know uh, in the future we'll talk about that. Okay, so that will actually be... And sometimes they had roundtable discussions during, like, the script reading stage to be like, this blah 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 blah. So, I know this, but also, you know, I don't have access to a lot of the -the behind-the-scenes stuff just because I don't know how to I don't know. My Google foo isn't good enough. What? You're telling me you don't know every single detail about a, what, 40-year-old show now? (laughs) Yeah. So, but Joey hits on Steph creepily, and Steph tells him to back off, and to be fair to Joey, he... He backs off. He does pretty, like, uh, pretty instantly, actually. Like he, he backs off pretty much when she says, like, back off. Knock it off, sir. Mm-hmm. And then she asks Wills out. Yep. And he says yes. Yay, we have our setup. Oh, and Stephanie K is an outfit repeater. She is. Um, I guess I'll discuss her outfit more later. This, yeah, just her date ridiculous. outfit is a lot. It and could... again, she's still doing her, like, dress up in the bathroom all, like, sexy. Again. Oh, God, we're saying it now. <laughs> How else do you want me to say it? Just mature for mature? her. Mature? Mature, yeah. Mature? They did bring back Vula, which has been hot, hot minutes since they've last seen her, I believe. Yeah, it has. Like, they bring characters in and out. Like, you, you won't see characters for, like, episodes. And then it's like, and here's a big plot line involving Fred. By the way, there's no character named Fred. I was going to say, uh, was that a spoiler? No, there's no character named Fred that oh, okay. I know of. Well, I was like, that I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did you watch? Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, that happens. And Vula is still salty at Stephanie. Well, they hold grudges. That's canon for... Oh, yeah. No. Vula holds a grudge. She's right. She's the best character. 
You can quote me on mm-hmm. that one at the moment. Yeah, but I do appreciate that um, Stephanie is an outfit repeater because it shows like that's what the actual kids do. Well, they don't have a super closet of laundry to work with. They only yeah. have like what? like I wore the like now as an adult I wear the exact same things over and over and over again. I have like my favorite pieces. I have like three variations of the same thing. Yeah. You have more. Yes, mm-hmm. I like clothes. That's not the norm. <laughs> <laughs> but also liking clothes is not a problem but you still repeat outfits right yeah even though you like clothes yeah she's not wearing a completely different outfit new and different outfit every single episode which is kind of what teen shows now are doing which yeah i'm not sure i feel about that in general to be honest yeah and like they're all like designer wear pieces and it's like that person would never be able to wear that well, if it was a private school, like, I might see that as a possibility yeah. but... like i don't have a problem with like gossip girl people not outfit repeating I do have a problem with, like, the Riverdale people not outfit repeating. Do they really never repeat? I haven't really... I've also checked out of Riverdale, like, completely, so I, I don't know. Fair, fair. So, but... Right when you checked out, they instantly ch- repeated the outfit. Yeah. So, I won't won't remember, so... I understand. Um, yeah. Moving on, I suppose? So, and Joey says that they can... When Wheels tells Joey that they're going to a movie, Joey's mm-hmm. like... And this is where the, the room meal starts. He's like, y'all can sit in the back and neck. Is that a term? Yeah, it's a ter- it's, a, it's an oldie. Yeah, it's term. an older term, so it's not... It's just like basically a term for make out in the back of the movie theater. I hate it. Make it stop. I'm sorry, I can't go back in time. You should have deleted the entire episode on that premise. Okay. And then they call Steph the sexiest chick. Yeah, they say some more things too. And that's from Shane, who we will be meeting further in future episodes because of spoilers. Did she get better? No. And then they call Wheels a sex machine, and I want to melt into a puddle. They say it a couple, or no, they say it once, but they bring up the idea a couple times, and I'm like... I am uncomfortable. Even in universe, is that like a term anyone should use? Honestly, no one should use that term. Absolutely no one. Well, like, I even was questioning, is this the uh, friendly, or I'm sorry, kid-friendly rendition of the idea of like a slut? Is that the idea? I, I don't know. I don't even know if like in the 80s that the term slut was like a thing. I know that trampy was a term. Well, they even use the term trampy. Yeah, they use the term trampy, but I don't know if like slutty was like popular vernacular. Okay, I'll accept if it is like, and vice versa. So like, I know like sex machine was a term. No, it is, um, unfortunately. And then Stephanie tells Vula and Vula blows her off and she's like, the luckiest day school president is telling me about her love life and she just like blows Stephanie off and I'm like Vula is petty and I love it she's best character that's the only way to describe her yeah it's still nice that she wants to talk to her first Mm -hmm. best buddies they'll get over it well like she's reliable Mm -hmm. like Stephanie still sees Vula as her best friend but Vula does not see Stephanie as her best friend I see her as an acquaintance level at this point too oh yeah And, and then we cut to Arthur and Yik's subplot which they want to watch a porn together. Not, not Is just that a porn. thing boys do? No. Okay. N- not not just the porn. Uh, sex, or I'm sorry, swamp sex robots porn. Yeah. Um, I don't even. Is that even a pretender thing? I I don't want to Google that. I'm not. Googling. I honestly just think that they've found the most random things, threw them together because it was never actually going to be shown. I think. Well, I hope not. <laughs> but why swamp though? I don't want this. I mean, I know trick. 
Oh no! Oh no! What have you done? <laughs> Shrek didn't exist. Don't speak that into existence. <laughs> I won't. No. You act like it probably doesn't exist yet. I mean, it does exist, but also you don't need to speak it into existence if it doesn't. What have you done to the fan base that may or may not exist because of this? So... Everybody has left now. Thank you. Only now. Anyway, so, and Arthur is at his mom's. This will come relevant later in the episode. Mm-hmm. When did she decide to keep him at the same time as his sister? Was that part of the honestly, divorce? <laughs> honestly, the custody agreement of the K. Kowalski family has never been fully explained. It's weird. It's weird. It's never been fully explained. It's like Stephanie lives full time with her mom. Hmm. But Arthur, like, switches between his dad and his mom. Okay. No, which, no comment. Like, <laughs> they're taking it by ear. They just do whatever they want. <laughs> I mean... This calendar month's feeling a little more to you. I I don't know. So, like, it, I'm honest. It's, like, never made clear. I guess we'll just Whenever say... Whenever it's convenient. <laughs> but, 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 to be fair, in actual TV shows, or I'm sorry, more common TV shows, they do just arbitrarily declare it. It's not so much a yeah. set in stone rule. Yeah, and... Stephanie is getting redressed in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and she wants to dress so sexy his tongue will hang out. Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, if that's a reference to like cartoons where they become yeah. a dog, I, don't know. I think it might be a reference to a cartoon, which honestly also proves that she is so young. Yes, mm-hmm. like uh, her reference is a cartoon. She's fourteen. Yes, come on. I mean, it's it's eighth grade, so she's thirteen, fourteen. So that, that checks out. It's about me. midway. I guess it's about like, it's the first two seasons of junior high is eighth grade split in the middle. Makes sense. So it's like the beginning half of uh, eighth grade. So I have too many mixed feelings. Semester so. one. So semester it's semester one. one. So she's, unless she has an early birthday, she's 13. Ish. Yeah. So that checks out. One of those. She's one of those ages. She young and uh, probably shouldn't be doing what she's considering to do. I mean,. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like you could you could offend if you want. Yeah, I'm not I mean, I'm, I'm on team. <laughs> Too young. I'm on team. Yeah, fourteen is a lot young to be having sex. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't put this any other way than uh, too young. And then we learn that Steph's mom is a pharmacist who has a date with a guy that always comes into the pharmacy. His name is Michael. His um, name is Michael. And he him? has absolutely no development. He's we, just we there. See him for he's, there. he's a plot device. We yeah. see him for collective two minutes, maybe? Yeah, I don't even know if we see his face. No, we see at the end. Okay. Did you not remember the end? I remember the end. I just don't remember his face. It, we just watched it. <laughs> yes. That's how forgettable Michael is, y'all. That's pretty good. <laughs> Steph is hatching a careful plan so she can be all... Uh, so she can dress how she wants to dress for her date. There we go. We found the correct words. That don't make me sound I, like a creep. No, I understand. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember where the line, uh, grade seveners are people too. That's literally the next scene. Okay, I was like, wait, is that directly... And then we cut to Arthur and Yik, and Yik is like, I can't, still can't believe that Stephanie Kay's your sister. That's right, yeah. And right. then we have a whole thing, and she's like... Arthur, I don't talk to grade sevens, and he says grade sevens are people too. I like, what a great moral. <laughs> I mean, yes. And again, I don't, I don't understand the big like grade divide. Like I could understand uh, between elementary to kindergarten. I'm sorry, kindergarten to elementary specifically. That, that's a huge shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle school to middle school. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm not noticing. You didn't change. <laughs> yeah. She's just not very smart. It's honestly Stephanie K mm-hmm. is not my favorite character. Does she grow at all? No. Does she just get worse? <sighs> she gets stagnant too. That's also an option. She's 
kind of a stagnant character. Okay. But she also leaves the show. Oh. I don't call that. I don't count that as a spoiler. Well, like if that's literally what like, the actor did, she I can't leaves. Suffer. Like the actor leaves the show, so it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. there's no really a way to grow a character that's not there. Also, uh, just. I don't know, the whole dynamic is just bizarre. Every mm-hmm. time she's on screen, I don't know how to react or what mm-hmm. they're supposed to interact yeah. with her with. And Stephanie admits that she doesn't know what she'd do if he tries something. Yes. But she's, and she's talking with uh, Heather and Erica in the library. And she, like, talks that, like, she'd let him do anything. Anything. And then, like, that's how a rumor starts. All the way with Stephanie K. <laughs> and then Shane and some kid over here this and go run to the bathroom and tell Wheels that he's going to make it with Stephanie K. And go all the way with Stephanie K. Calling back to the pilot. Is that what she's called, Stephanie K? Just to have that be the rhyme? I, I don't know. I wouldn't post. The Wheels looks uncomfortable. I don't think he wants to be involved in any of this. Uh, yeah. Yes, I Honestly, agree. Stephanie kind of looks uncomfortable when they, when these conversations come up. Mm-hmm. No, Neither are. one of them want to do anything. Are they being peer pressured into this, like, canonically, or...? I, I don't know. I think, like, they talk about it, because honestly, like, mm-hmm. I remember in eighth grade, like, people would talk about, like, whether or not people are going to have sex and all that stuff. Well, no, they like, bring up the idea of rumors as well, sorry for interrupting. Like, and that's just going to happen. Yeah. Like, so Shane and some kid, I don't know if we ever know that kid's name. I'm going to claim no. They tell Wilf that he's going to make it with Stephanie K. All the way with Stephanie K. So Arthur overhears the boys talking in the bathroom about his sister. Yes. And like he has a he has a face on. I think that's fair. And also that's fair. So Is this after the Alfredo scene? Wait a minute. No, this is before. Okay, I'm sorry. And then basically the rumors just kind of like spiral that Wheels and Steph are just gonna have sex. Ugh. And Wheels talks to his father about sex. And it's not the worst sex talk in the history of television. It but feels it's, okay. it's very short. It's very short. And basically the gist is like, sex is not just for fun. It's complicated, which like... Yes. Which like, yes, especially a first time. <laughs> is this to get past the uh, Canadian censors of the time? Or? I, I don't know. It seems like it was like segmented in a specific way. Um, I, I, I don't know what the cen- Canadian censorship law is in the 80s. I mean, it's just not graphic because the point is that they're too young for it. And that's just all the parents want them mm-hmm. to know. But also, like, I'm of the uh, I'm of the opinion that, like, you should just give, like, straight up information. Like, if they're like, hey, so what? Like, I got, like, a how to put a condom on a banana at, like, 15. Sure, sure. That's standard. Or it's supposed to be standard. Mm-hmm. There's still some schools like, that Well, for my dad. My school was the, uh, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and die school of sex education. Of so, uh, the good absent- old Bible bell. The, the abstinence is the only option. Yeah, basically. I'm pretty sure most schools are that. I don't know of any. Well, that aren't. a lot of American schools, at least, be yeah. doing that for some reason, even though, like, like it's, it's shocking that in the 80s, they're like, oh, yeah, prophylactics, they bring it up. Like, granted, like, uh, AIDS. Yeah. So. There's actually a very special AIDS episode in what? Degrassi. Actually, there's also a, a kind of very special AIDS season. Season? Yep. Is it good? I mean, I enjoy the arc. Okay. I don't know if it like totally holds up, but I like it. If it's tasteful, it should be And fine. I enjoy, and I'm on the kind of like fair for its time. Like if it tries its best and it's not like totally like outright offensive. If it's, if it's a little dated, I'm going to be more willing to give something that tries and isn't as good as like today, mm-hmm. what we would do today. 
it's something that like doesn't try at all or like tries to score a touchdown and like scores for the other team. No, for sure. Like, well, I guess when the narrative was uh, if you touch a person with AIDS arm, you're gonna get it. If that comparing to that, yeah, it's and, probably yeah, good. And sure. Degrassi completely averts that. That's probably for me. I don't I don't consider that a spoiler. Well, like that's a tonality thing, yeah, not a spoiler so, specific. Anyway, so Will's talks with his father. It's not the best worst sex talk. It's you know. It'll like, do. But it's totally a sex talk that I can see somebody having with their parent. Not ironically, yes. And basically um, the gist is 14 is too young to have sex, which like... Yes. Yeah. Uh, if someone disagrees, I'm concerned who that mm-hmm. person's disagreeing um, for other reasons. Yeah. If it's another 14-year-old disagreeing, I'm going to be like, I yeah, s- sure, kid. If it's an adult, I'd be like, I'm going to at least side-eye you. Did they have the clown emoji in their Twitter handle? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Steph and her mom, like, shy away from having a sex talk. Because during the world's most awkward dinner. With the nastiest dinner. They were eating it, so it wasn't prop food. Okay. Like, theoretically, well, you never saw them swallow it, so theoretically could have spit out they between were, takes. No, they were eating it. Oh, no. Okay, so it looked like an Alfredo thing. It was, it was gray. It was like an, a gray Alfredo, which, granted, could be the color grading on this old thing from the I'll, 80s. I'll accept the cameras, the compression... And the Canadian television being the reasons that it's gray. I'll accept that. But also it's Alfredo and whole milk. That is way too much dairy. Yes. For a meal. Literally too much. That uh, is so much dairy. I guess uh, fourth wall break. Uh, we had borscht earlier. If I serve borscht or uh, beet juice with it, I'd be like, bro, you gotta stop. <laughs> it's too much. Her and her mom just like completely don't talk about it, which I find weird because Steph's mom is a pharmacist. So maybe at the very least she should have upfront information about like just the facts of... Well, it's double weird because later she literally has a pamphlets she's just handing out to everybody. Yeah, but she refuses to actually talk about it. She just, like, hands off the sex talk to pamphlets. Fair. I guess it's... Some people are just awkward. Yeah. I, I think that's realistic. Well, we yeah. were cringing the whole episode. Yeah, yeah but I don't... Yeah, just because it's realistic doesn't mean that it's, like, good. No, like, no of course. Like, uh, I got a straightforward, like, here's what sex is. Here's how to keep yourself safe. Don't rely on a guy to keep you, keep you safe. But, yeah. That okay. was, like... And it was like an ongoing conversation. Like we started talking about like, like they gave me like a child child friendly version at like five, and then like we got more graphic accurate. I guess okay, okay, that's probably better. Accurate as I got older. Understood. So, mm-hmm. and then I think the milk thing was to make this point. Steph says she's not a little kid, but she drinks from from her milk, and there's that milk mustache. Emphasizing that she is very, very young. You're telling me there's symbolism in this show? We can't have that here. Shocking. We'll cut back to Joey being kind of creepy, but he does have a point about prophylactics. He's like, you gotta get prophylactics if you're gonna get sexually active, which, like, I hate agreeing with Joey Jeremiah, but also I I agree with him. D D is for doctor. (laughs) D is for doctor, at least today. Uh, At least for this episode. Does he change it? Yes. Often? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Ultra cringe. I'm okay with it now. And then Vula, from hearing the rumors, talks to Stephanie about it and is like... Are you going to do that? Are you going to have sex? Are you going to do it? And Stephanie has a not great answer, but honestly, something that's realistic, especially for like a teenager and especially a teenage girl. Right, right. She wants Wills to like her, so she'll have sex with him. Which is like, not... But he doesn't even want to, so <laughs> yeah. not like, like that. She hasn't like, had a conversation with him about it. But also, like, that's not a great reason to have sex with somebody. So, okay. I mean, you should have sex with somebody because you want to have sex with them. So, canonically, how big is this uh, middle school supposed to be? 
This, is, this room is well, pretty quick. small. Like this room is spread real quick. Like I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's like it seems like there's literally only like two classes and two teachers, <laughs> but there's like a lot of extras. So like, who knows? No, yeah, yeah. It, it just it was instant. Like, oh, they're doing it, bro. Who knows? The the school is as big as the plot demands. Uh, that's a good way to describe it. And and it also seems like she really doesn't want to have sex. Yes, which, because like, she shouldn't. Which again is fine. Like, please don't, for God's sakes. Like, please. if you don't want to have sex, don't have sex. If you take anything from this podcast episode, <laughs> if you don't want to have sex, don't have sex. You give me clips so hard out of context, so no. And then we cut to Joey and Wheels in a pharmacy buying condoms. From Stephanie's mom. From made up I'm hoping to made up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking that up. It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, we're not googling that. It's not worth it. Um, mm-hmm. And Joey's just being real embarrassing in the condom aisle. Yes. And uh, an old woman is judging them so hard, and I'm just like, if I was that woman, they'd get beat. <laughs> I mean, I for one am one of those people that's just like, mind your business. In the in the store, like, but, but they were yelling. But, <laughs> yes, but like, homie's fourteen. Like, like you I, can tell. For both, yeah, homie's a baby. Like, like, homie still has baby fat. Like, it's okay to be like, oh, I'm, I'm memeing about uh, considering it, but like, they're talking about wanting that right now. Yeah. Like, oh no. Like, but like, she's judging them, and I'm just like, girl, ju- if they're gonna have sex, at least they're gonna be safe. And judging them is not helpful right now. Yeah. So well, like, yes, they're embarrassing, but also yes. like. Judging them is not helpful at the moment, so I just I'm just gonna mind my business. Okay, like that's probably a more healthy answer than uh, most other answers. Like beating the children, (laughs) but also maybe someone does need to beat some sense into Joey Jeremiah. Child abuse. Wait a minute. Oh yeah, we did just have that episode. Oops. (laughs) Bring bring it full circle. (laughs) Oof. So, and he buys them from Steph's mom, and she gives him pamphlets about family planning and STIs, which, like, honestly, if you are going to be sexually active, you should walk in with the full knowledge about, like, how to keep yourself safe and what are the risks. Yes. Like, I, like, sex can be a fantastic, awesome thing, but it could also give you a frightful diseases. So your quote? I'm quoting a limerick, actually. I'm right like, now. wait a minute, this seems a little... Uh... I'm quoting a, a dirty limerick that we learned in middle school. Ew. How could you? Well, I guess it's actually appropriate for this, specifically. Yeah. That's the only time you're going to so, be able to use it. Arthur talks to Stephanie about it, and he's like, Hey, Steph, I heard some guys talking. And she's like, what does it matter? And he's like, but you're still my sister, and I don't like having people talk about you. And that's normal sibling behavior. They, they even bring up the term uh, part-time brother, which was interesting. And I'm like... No, he's your full-time brother. Like, you can't be part-time any family member, period. Yeah. Like, I have half-siblings, and they're and I don't play, like, the, the reindeer game of, like, they're my half-siblings. No, that's my sister. That Those are my brothers. No, that's healthy. Like, that's how you should uh, like, treat another person, because like, they're in your family. Yeah. They are. She is my sister. Like, they're family, damn it. So, I kind of have a story about this, and as long as I keep names out of it, they won't care. Person A, person B. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, my dad is one of six siblings and they're all about two-ish years apart yeah oh oh yeah so they all kind of are like staggered in schools like i said two-ish years like there's more there's less so his brother Mm -hmm. overheard some guys talking about their sister in the locker room and is this literally locker room talk wait a minute yeah literally locker room talk oh no and the brother had problems with how they were talking about his sister mm-hmm. and he let it be known mm-hmm. apparently that is the one time he got in trouble for fighting fist for throat i don't know i don't ask questions about that 
Understood. I, I can't really comment about any sister-specific stuff. I don't have that kind of I problem. I mean, I'm the baby of the family, so... <laughs> <laughs> Full-grown adult baby. I mean, it's 12-year age difference, at least. Even no, I'm fine I, I literally, yes. Yeah. So, and then Arthur is doing... is having this, honestly, like, kind of heartfelt conversation with Stephanie. With swamp sex robots hidden behind his back with his arm. Again... I don't know why it wasn't just in his backpack. Like, like canonically, <laughs> you could have put that anywhere besides behind his back, and it would be a thousand like times in less his suspicious. Backpack, up his shirt, down his pants. The down his pants would have been too suggestive for Canadian television. I feel like. I don't know. Like you've been like, oh. They had a whole episode about two eighth graders gonna have sex. Like you're not wrong. I I don't know how I feel about anything though. <laughs> a fourteen year old gets pregnant yeah. in this do, season. Do I want that? No. <laughs> so yeah. Spoilers, but not really. I mean, it's the whole reason that Next Gen exists. Yes. Well, I'm not calling speaking. it a yes. spoiler. And then we cut to Wheels reading the pamphlets. Too awkward. And then we cut to Steph's mom talking about Wheels by not actually saying his name. Just like, a boy about your age came in to buy condoms. And I feel it's time you read these pamphlets. Because she's too awkward like all of us in this podcast. Apparently. Apparently I'm the only one capable of having a frank sex talk. I, I can't look at you in the eye and say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not confident enough. Look me in the eyes and disappoint me, Zev. I don't want to look <laughs> at you like that. <laughs> and he walks out of his house and he has the condoms and he just kind of shoves them in his pocket with like a... Unsure. I really thought he was gonna throw it away. <laughs> I just like I just had a feeling he was gonna throw it away the way he was looking at it. Like what, if he did that, would you have been like, damn? He's cray cray. Or what would you have been like if you did that? This is trying to comprehend like what reaction would no I have idea. gotten. My um, dad also says that um, at least having a condom on you is kind of like a status symbol. Like, like as a teenage boy, like, you might not even be having sex, but like <laughs> just having like a condom in your wallet was like a status symbol. Like, not, I might not be doing it, but I could be doing it. Theoretically, anyone could be. I mean, yes. So it could just be wheels going like, I don't know if I want this, mm. but I could be. So, so I'm just going to have this. Is which, this is, okay. like, honestly, is not bad dating advice. Not for 14-year-olds. <laughs> you have to keep specifying that. Oh, no. Oh, no. This also... And instead, he decides to be wholesome and buy flowers. He I does. like that. Good for him. He it buys flowers. Gentlemen. It, it was a hard 180 in the best way possible. He buys, like, cute yellow daisies. They even buy the same one as Michael, ironically It's enough. so cute. But, like, was that intentional to represent that he's growing up? Or? I don't... I don't know. I think it might just be, like, it was a fun gag. Like, you're not wrong. It, it's a fun visual gag. It, it, They're it's... regional to Canada. But... Yes, yellow daisies. That might be true. I, I'm not going to verify that. I'm too and mad. also, I just want to point out, Wheels' date outfit is very cute. Unlike uh, Stephanie's. He's wearing, like, brown pants and, like, a little sweater over a button-up shirt. And it's very cute, and he looked very spiffy. No, I read it good. Um, Stephanie, however, oh, no. I mean, we'll talk about Brian that outfit when we get to it. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just, like, I can't so, not acknowledge the oh, no's already. And Mom recognizes Wheels, and she's like, Hey, you're that kid. And then Michael shows up and she's just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and then she yells for Stephanie to come down. Mm-hmm. And Steph comes down with the entire world's supply of blue eyeshadow on her face. With her pink outfit. <laughs> like, with her incredibly pink outfit. All right, Stephanie's outfit, go. It, it doesn't look good on it, potentially anyone. It's both revealing and not at the same time, which is impressive to do. And... Is it trying to give off the energy that, like, oh, I'm going to do something? Or is this a... What is this meant to do? I 
I don't know. She just has a very specific style, and it's not good. It's yeah. not a good style. I think her style is mostly just, I want to show as much skin as humanly possible. But she's wearing pants. Yeah, she's always wearing pants. Yeah, or like tight-fitting spandex stuff. I want to show wear tight-fitting spandex pants and then show as much upper body skin as humanly possible. Weren't legs a thing in the 80s, or am I mistaken? I don't know, but I know if you watch like 80s, sexy 80s ladies, I just watched like... A bunch of like 80s movies and TV shows over the pandemic, so. Okay, I was gonna say, like, where's this not, context? You gotta, you gotta specify not, that. So, it was kind of like the women were like a bunch of like tight, high waisted, like for leggings. Oh. Honestly, it looks like workout outfits, though. Like what she it wears. Does. Like, yeah. why? She's not going to work out. She's gonna jazz herself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like, she's wearing like a, she's wearing bright neon leggings and like a baby, almost skin tone pink tube top. And her mom says that she looks like a tramp, which honestly is some, not really something you should say to your daughter. So theoretically, no, to no one. Yeah. Like, they also did too much milk again scene, which was interesting. Yeah. And then um, my my mom would say, like, I have some concerns about your outfit choice. Which is a good way to phrase it, to be fair. Yeah. As an adult, she doesn't she doesn't care how I dress. Well, like, you're not dressing insane, period. So yeah. there's, there's not really a concern. I'm wearing a must... Guys, for context, I'm wearing a mustard cardigan right now. You're not wrong. Like, it is mustard. And a tank top, so. And jeans. Yeah. And actually, 80s type style jeans. Was so. that intentional? Wait a minute. No, these are just very comfortable pants. Well, there you go. She could have worn jeans, but she chose not to. Yeah. She chose to wear hot pink <laughs> leggings. Leggings. I. And the world supply of blue eyeshadow. Like. It just looks like she had black eyes, but incorrectly, which is yeah. the best way to put I mean, it. Honestly, like, um, I think like every, as a person that did wear blue eyeshadow as a middle schooler, but. every girl goes through that stage, or like every makeup wearing girl goes through that stage where she wears just too much blue eyeshadow. But like, what's the appeal? I'm sorry, I need to ask. Like, what does the appeal of having like three layers of it? Okay, one of the things was that you're supposed to like make your eyes pop. Mm-hmm. Or at least that was when I was wearing. I don't know what the 80s version was, but for me it was make your eyes pop. And since I have like blue, green, gray eyes. Sure. I'm supposed to like, blue eyeshadow was supposed to make my eyes more blue looking. Oh, so it was to accentuate the uh, iris. Yeah. Kind of or like I, I, if I wore brown, it could make, make my eyes pop and it's like be their natural color. But the blue eyeshadow would make my, like if I wore green, it would make the green in my... I don't know. I wear mostly like terracottas and like taupes now. Understood. What you various shades of brown. What do you do for eyeshadow? If any? I don't even know what those colors mean. <laughs> Sparkly. Various, various browns. Okay. I just work with pigments all day, so that's the only reason. I yeah. Know so her mom slut, slut shames Stephanie, which like, don't slut shame your daughter. <laughs> the mom cancels her date with Mike and is like, I have parenting to do. Mm-hmm. And sits wheels and Stephanie out and is this like is like y'all are too young blah 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 blah, and then <laughs> I mean she's a sleuth she figured it out in like ten seconds. I mean it was, as soon as she walked through the door, hard. It, it was half obvious. So I'll say that it's kind of obvious. Like Stephanie was dressed like a, a good was Stephanie was dressed very revealing. Wheels had wheels literally that day bought condoms. <laughs> That was the biggest tell, to be fair. Like, okay, if you saw someone having that and also being borderline dressed as the same as the date that's coming there, would you not be like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Something's connected here. Sure. 
sure. Do you do? Is this for memes? Okay. <laughs> anyway, and then the boys come over and they're like, yeah, we're ready for swamp sex robots. And then Arthur's like, nope. And closes the door. Does his mother see that? I don't. No. Even, I don't know. Um, I think. I think she's more concerned about like the uh, the like physical sex that might happen than the video <laughs> sex that might happen. Like they already had a. Uh... Plus, I, it's not really sketchy for his friends to come over. Like they're just at the door. Yeah. And he's like, it's not a good time. Closes it the really, door. Too fair. It was not yeah. a good time for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be there in that house. Period. <laughs> so Arthur probably maybe got a talking to, but she was more concerned about the. Two eighth graders who might have sex, then like the seventh graders who are gonna watch porn. That might be more pressing. Uh, to obscure her. porn, no less. Like, it is so mm-hmm. surreal. So we cut to Stephanie and Vula walking to school, and Stephanie's grounded for two weeks. Kazavi. And she's layered up, and probably the cutest outfit she's worn at honestly, all. Her sweater is honestly very cute. If like the clothes are just a little more well fitted, she would be very cute, even with the bulky sweater. Mm-hmm. No, she. Uh, Theoretically, was able to have a cohesive outfit, which is mm-hmm. weird for her. Mm-hmm. And she is relieved that she didn't have to do anything, which right. which is the moral of the story. It's good that they got caught and they were stopped because no one even wanted this to happen. Yeah, like so, neither one of them actually talked to each other about doing it. If they both didn't consent to it, what does that mean then? Bad choices. That's all. Bad. <laughs> Just bad choices. Not even like. Yes. <laughs> the moral of the story is everybody's making poor life choices. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. I that honestly episode. think they could have been way more sneaky about it, but it feels like they wanted to be caught by bringing this mm-hmm. stuff up yeah. and like mm-hmm. not being careful it's about a, it. It's like someone's gonna stop me if I keep asking these questions and go to the grocery like, store. <laughs> at least it's somewhat subconscious. Yeah, that's no, it happening. Is. Like it, it was uh, at least quarter intentional. And then Joey comes up and is like, "So how'd you do it? How was your date? Blah blah blah." And Joey's and Will was like, "Well, we didn't do it, and also it's none of your business." It sure isn't. Or, Which like yeah. Absolutely, it is no, in none of his business. He has no boundaries. He's like, oh, she's single now? It's like, uh, <laughs> that's your friend. Right. <laughs> and also, she's not interested. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe have some boundaries, leave her alone. And they're just going to be friends, which, like, after, like, three dates that have gone very, or two dates that have gone very two. badly. Two-ish. All right, two dates that have gone very badly, they're just going to be friends, which, like... Probably the, for the best. I mean, honestly, probably for the best. We end with the episode with Vula asking Stephanie if she was really going to do it. And then Stephanie just kind of looks around and just doesn't answer. The biggest cliffhanger in all of Canadian television. I mean, Degrassi, this is not going to be a spoiler. Degrassi, junior high and high school, don't like ending arcs. It just kind of happens and you have no idea what happens. Why That's we... life. Such is life. Well, no, I want closure. You can't do that to me. Yeah, no. Um... Next gen and next class are at least a little bit better about, you know, closing up some arcs. Sometimes it closes them not the best, but at least it closes them. Well, no, it's one thing to be like Pulp Fiction being like, well, I don't know what's in the box, bro. But there's others was like, I'm just not going to finish anything. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all kind of infer that Stephanie was probably not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. But like, we don't know. Uh-huh. Well, I guess there's that argument like, oh, then the person that was watching it could actually answer for her yeah. what she, you think she would have done, like project it, but mm-hmm. that's maybe a little too credible. All right. So, who was your best character? Vula, of course. Vula, yeah. Like, she's always best. She was the most normal. She was, like, a little judgy. She has the right to be, I'd but, say. And, like, this is when they kind of become friends again. Uh, <laughs> I want them to be enemies forever. <laughs> I want this grudge uh, to be hard. Austria? Yeah, Vula. I don't think there's any good guys in this scenario except <laughs> her, maybe. Jeremiah. <laughs> okay, who's the worst person? Um, 
subjectively the rumor is not a person the rumor is the bad part and the, the peer rumor, pressure yeah. if, if the you're going the pre- peer pressure so i guess by extension like if we have to name a person joey or maybe shane because he was the one that like started shane's all this probably more at uh liability for that yeah yeah like shane was the one that started all this so shane let's but, do shane plus uh, joey at least recommended prophylactics on all yeah. the audio <laughs> <laughs> so what about you i don't know if i can pick a person the rumor yeah, it's just the rumor in general, the embodiment of the rumor. There's a lot of evil inside each one of us. The toxicity <laughs> by its own extension. The, our ability to, the human power of gossip is our bad guy <laughs> for this episode. It's Absolutely. Toxic. Like, if we all just didn't have the urge to gossip, none of this would have happened. You're not uh, wrong. All right. So that was... The best episode ever. All right. So that wow. was the grassy best laid plans. All right. This has been Teenage Wasteland. I'm Emma. I'm Zev. And I am Osvia. And we're reminding you to not spread rumors about your friends' sex lives. Yes. That's, that's, Be responsible. <laughs> about being responsible. That's probably And also reasonable. not spread rumors about your friends' sex lives. Mm-hmm.